Steve, 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 you're up. Steve, Steve, you're up. So a couple weeks in a row, my mind is being blown by the dumbest stuff ever. Yeah, yeah that, like 10 speeds and nuts. <laughs> this podcast is helmed by nearly 70 years of adult. And we couldn't figure out that all nuts had shells. On the way up to your house here, Steve, I noticed a, a beautiful beacon, a shining beacon of what I can only call failure. <laughs> Hobbled to the side, you made the play. Looked fantastic. Boy. Well, if we're sticking with the, the rancher farm theme, it mm -hmm. looked like there was a little hitch in your giddy-up. Hmm. Kind of bobbled your way over. It's news to me that I'm hobbling and bobbling now with a hitch in my giddy-up. News to me heading into the season. <laughs> that might be my favorite intro so far. You know, sometimes it takes to maybe the week after to realize how stupid the previous week was. Yeah. When you hear us talking about nuts, we didn't know nuts had shells. Yeah. How bikes work. And my stupid foot causing me a hobble and bobble and give me a hitch in my giddy up. <laughs> how stupid. Yep. 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 But we're back. Somehow. Here we are. Now we got fancy new equipment here in the studio yeah the all that, the best money can buy yeah that that was seven dollars and 99 cents i think delivered to my door we got a brand new headphone splitter everything look i can move this thing around all i want yeah nothing's happening i can still hear you i can still hear you which is a a, a rarity yeah. now again this is an improvement that zero people outside of this <laughs> outside of this table notice yeah it's uh be the equivalent of me saying, like, we got a new doorknob. Mm -hmm. It makes no difference. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. We'll enjoy the doorknob. <laughs> yeah. It's the Stephen Kyle Podcast. It is Monday, April 30th, 2018, the year of our Lord. You know what that means. You know what tomorrow is, no, don't right? Even, don't even do this to me right, right now. Right? It's the day that everyone's going to post the Justin Timberlake memes. Yeah. They're, listen, they're funny today. They were funny a year ago. They were funny 10 years ago mm -hmm. because Justin Timberlake said the word me funny in yeah. a song. It's kind of a me. And I don't know why I'm the old man on this, <laughs> but I am. It is very old man like, of it, you. This, I don't know why because I, I let people have their fun, whatever makes them happy. But if today, if the meme of Justin Timberlake... With the words around it saying, it's going to be May, make you happy, mm -hmm. you make me sad. All right. People listening. Right oh, now. don't do it. Just, it's, just, it's just us here. It's just, it's just me, Steve. Kyle's, he just stepped out for a minute. If you could, and you're downloading this on Tuesday, May 1st, 2018, the year of our Lord, please tweet that at K-P-A-F-G-F... <laughs> Five three eight seven, three five eight. Oh no! Yeah, no, Hold on. no! You had it right the first time. <laughs> I don't think F I did. Jeff G, five three eight seven. That's a K P A F F three five eight seven. Tweet that. It's gotta be me. <laughs> it's the worst. And again, I know that's terribly old man of me. It is shaking my fist at. In this case, 
Literally the internet. The cloud. Yeah, yes. your old man shakes <laughs> fist at cloud. <laughs> right, right. That That's is... me here. But that bugs me to no end. I don't know why I find that uh, the opposite of humor, but call me the Republican Party. I can't find a joke right now. I just refuse to accept <laughs> oh, that. Oh, boy, can't they? <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Man, That's I would love funny. to do a whole side discussion about that, but I said to you right before we started recording, I don't know if we've ever been as jam-packed with stuff we need to talk about as today. Yeah, it's all stupid stuff. How dare you? I think this is our bread and butter here, Steve. <laughs> You're going to call this stupid in light of recent weeks where we have instigated a Twitter ice cream debate <laughs> and a created a... F- what a week it's been yes. for the Steve and Kyle social media accounts. Oh, my goodness. And that was a week after we created a new candy bar. Yeah, the Lucky Billy bar is uh, is is really making headway in the confectionery world. It's taking um, the world by storm. Now, listen if you're if you're new to the Lucky Billy brand, now it's a chocolate based candy bar with just a touch of pretzel and absolutely <laughs> never, never any nuts. Now we disagree on a lot of things here on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We disagree on Ben and Jerry's versus Halo Top. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've disagreed on a myriad of other things: uh, suspension bridges versus covered bridges. Oh boy, yeah. But the one thing that we can agree on, the one thing that uh, um, I'm Kim Jong Un, and you're the other guy from the South. I think President Moon was his name. And, yeah, I mean, this is the only time I want to be Kim Jong Un. Okay, we're, we're meeting in the. Like the Reflection Village or whatever it's sure, called. Yeah. Uh, in the shadow of both North and South Korea to shake hands and end the 70-year war. Yeah. Because uh, we can both agree that the Lucky Billy Bar is the greatest candy bar ever created. There's no question. Now, listen, I don't care what your stupid fake poll said uh, on the internet because this is ripe for a re-polling <laughs> in the near future. Lucky Billy versus Snickers, which is we're coming for the king. <laughs> you're, you're, we're not. You're, you're looking to chop the head off. Yeah, we're. You okay. know what? Anybody can take down the Three Musketeer. Oh, garbage. right. And I don't even hate the Three Musketeer. I but do. listen, you're low hanging fruit. We're swatting you down on the way to the top. We're mm. going for King Snicker. Okay, and their stupid ad campaigns. And I noticed today. I took a picture. It's on our social media at Stephen Kyle and Facebook.com slash Stephen Kyle. I think the easiest takedown we have. And we this was part of the entire rant initially, Steve, is the garbage Charleston chew. Yeah. What what How? is it, by the way? It's uh I'm assuming it's uh mm, ch- caramel, right? Chew, that's where the chew comes from. They're selling what can only be described as about thirty six inches of this nonsense for a dollar. <laughs> so if you're telling me there's no place in this market that for a Lucky Billy bar? I'll tell you what, though. 36 inches of it for a dollar. That's probably the best. Uh, that that I bet that's the most distance of candy for your dollar. <laughs> There's no question. If you're talking inch per penny in, in your candy shopping, the Charleston Chew is getting your buck. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that right now. That's, you know, you're, you are overestimating. But not by much. It's, it's a big I bar. Bet I bet it's an 18-inch candy yeah, bar. Yeah, it's like when they had, like, Slim Jims seem comically long. Yeah. Right? And these Charleston shoes are bigger than that. So you have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, that's our first target. I think is are th- there's no way they're on Twitter. We need to instigate a beef with Charleston, Charleston Chew. Oh, give me one minute. I will find them. And if they're there, I will tweet at them. <laughs> hey, we're coming for your garbage candy. Oh, boy. Not looking good. No? Uh... 
Uh, well, there's a few people that go by Charleston Chew. Uh, oh, they're there's, squatting. There's Miss Charleston Chew. Uh, there's Charlie Girl 314. No, there's Cyber Bully Billy. That Whoa, is okay. Not... We need to get. Oh, I'm not going to say it out loud. We need to squat on the Lucky Billy Twitter handle. Don't you think I'm doing that? We right got to get on that. Um, <laughs> in in lieu of not being able to instigate a social media beef with the Charleston Chew candy bar, I need to find somebody with the last name Charleston, and we need to instigate a beef with them. All right, I'm already mad. Oh, come on. Billy Harris at Lucky Billy. He's okay. already, he has not tweeted since October 8th of 2010. Oh, man. And he said, does any, anyone by chance know how to unlock the Democrats and Republicans in NBA Jam? So he used this insanely valuable Twitter account. Yeah. To ask about a cheat code from an arcade game. 15 years before that. Boy, he has tweeted total six times. Oh, my God. All six times about NBA Jam. How many followers does he have? Six. Those are ours. We need those six followers. I don't, can we send him a message and say, hey, can we have your Twitter handle? Hold on. I think I have a workaround. Perfect. Oh boy. Did you use one for Billy? No. Lucky Billy Bar. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. This page does not exist. Well, it's about to. So if somebody will do us a favor and set that page up. Oh, you're not going to do it right now? You just wanted to search for it? Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to make sure it didn't exist. Huh. I mean, it seems right that somebody's just going to take it now. I mean, I can squat on it if you want. No, that's fine. That's fine. We'll just leave it to one of our listeners. (laughs) I'm sure they'll give it up. Yeah, Zach Zach will find it. He's got all the artwork already. I bet you Zach's Lucky Billy on Twitter. Oh, you think? Yeah. He knew this eight years in advance. He clearly knows enough about the internet that maybe he backdated some tweets yeah. and is just really yeah, into NBA Jam. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen, we never really did post that video, or maybe we did. Uh, the Lucky Billy Bar is in, in live in person. Zach made it with the the, yeah. ro- the the paper wrapping. Yeah, he said that he ordered like, specific like pla- uh, the the wrapping yeah. the print paper yeah. specifically for making candy bar wrappers. Now, if anybody's willing to make a candy bar, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I actually had um, last week after we finished recording towards the end of the episode, I had gone into Amazon and found candy bar molds, mm-hmm. and I had it pulled up, and uh, I had all intention of ordering it, yeah. and then I said to myself, "Self, even if you order this." You're not going to make candy bars in right. the next week. And, and even then, we wouldn't then have I the paper. Click X'd out of it. We wouldn't have the paper. Yeah, I'm sure Zach would have sent us some. We, we need to figure out how to do this. Yeah. Properly. Because I don't want, like, wrap while we're, we're slapping Elmer's on the inside <laughs> of some paper and wrapping up Lucky Billy bars. But no. I need in my possession and for our mantle for APS 3.0 and soon to be 4.0, mm-hmm. we need a Lucky Billy bar. I, now, hear me out on this. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a big fan of dark chocolate. Do you think that we could have uh, like a Lucky Billy special dark edition? Boy, that feels a borderline race problematic. Why? Dark Lucky Billy, like a Lucky Billy dark. No, like special. So do dark, we do like... we leave the uh, character of a man that we currently have on that label? <laughs> do we leave him a, 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 a Caucasian man? We can swap it out if you want. I feel like that's a terrible mistake. <laughs> that's, that's probably a worse move. Yeah, maybe leave. We got to leave Billy as he. By the way, I I wanted to know 
who is Billy? Is that a guy from just stockphotos.com? Yeah, we should really hope that that's a stock photo <laughs> for free use, because if not, we're going to owe that man all of the money we've made off Lucky Billy. Yeah. Lots and lots of money. He'll be paid as soon as the APS is paid <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's been a big week. We had um, a we had a web poll posted last week, uh, both on Twitter and on Facebook. Hmm. It was, which is better? Are you Team Steve, which is Ben and Jerry's, or are you Team Kyle, which is Halo Top? Yeah. You hear that one, by the way? Yeah, that was like a setback too. It's like you moved your 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 head so the body could do the work. And I appreciated that because mm-hmm. you're trying, you know, you really give us some oomph into the microphone. Yeah, yeah so if you want to make now I that. can now I can mark that. All right. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, so we had the we had the polls up on Facebook and Twitter and by the narrowest of margins this thing came down to today <laughs> and uh, really calling in all the recruits to see if uh, they could make the difference. But sadly, Steve, in the very, very end... Do we announce it? Because I think we need some... Oh, you have some music? Okay. Yeah. In the world's debate of Ben and Jerry's versus Halo Top, Ben and Jerry's comes out on top. <laughs> like I said, the slimmest of margins. Yeah, I, I think on Facebook or on Twitter it was eighty-eight mm-hmm. percent Ben and Jerry's to just twelve percent. It's okay because the other social media account was closer. Uh, it was eighty-nine to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you to those valiant, hard-fighting Halo Top warriors. Yeah. For battling what's right in this, for what's right in this world. The one thing I noticed, uh, everyone who did vote or everyone who commented in Halo Top's favor, there was always some weird stipulation that you had to follow in order to make Halo Top taste better. It was always something like, yeah, well, you need to open it a half hour before you're going to eat it. And then uh, you have to throw it in the dryer for a half hour, (laughs) but on a tumble cycle. Now you rub it with some (laughs) steel wool. It really brings out the flavor in it. You know what I like when I just open up ice cream and I can start eating eat it, it right away yeah. instead of there have to, there there are these hoops to jump through. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, now before the podcast, we were talking about how your your allegiance to your friends at Halo Top. Yeah. Uh, is it Halo Top Creamery? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. You're. They're not exactly on your good side right now. No, it's wavering. Um. You may have. Are you? Are you thinking of? You may have a, a joining joining the flock. But here's the thing: I'm not coming in as like Private Kyle, right? I'm coming in as Lieutenant. Okay, so you want uh, you want you want some rank right off the I, bat. I need some status if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna Benedict Arnold these guys over okay. here. Okay, how about how about Major? You take Major? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Major's a good title. Yeah. Because I wasn't even coy about it. I begged those idiots. <laughs> For some assistance last week yeah. on Twitter. I said, I'm being overrun by lunatics. Please help me. Do you think that they possibly took a gander at the web poll results <laughs> and thought, nah, we're not going to win this one, so we'll just, uh, now, we'll just you, back off? If I'm Halo Top Creamery, when I look at those web poll results, I see opportunity. <laughs> well, surely there are, I'm sure that they have millions of follows. All they would have had to do was simply retweet. And they would have won in a oh, landslide. Oh, would have crushed it. That's all um, either of them had to do. 
But Ben and Jerry's did get involved. Yeah. Uh, with I, I feel like they have a young tech savvy person. We've talked about this before. How these well established companies hire tech savvy millennials to run their social media so it's like hey slide into our dms and we'll, and it's usually, we'll talk about fish food it's usually the airlines yeah right exactly. that you see people with customer service issues mm-hmm. a lot like your big cable what you whatever your big box companies seem to have yet to come around on those but you've got people like ben and jerry's who happen to be tagged in our poll mm-hmm Take notice of that. Yeah. Now they weren't tagged by us because I I didn't I didn't seek out the uh, the official accounts of anyone. Somebody who replied to our poll brought them into the loop. Right. Tagged them. And it didn't sway anything. I think it's fair to say when the poll was launched, we actually launched it while we were recording last week's episode. Mm-hmm. And I have a tweet in my personal Twitter. I want is from from Melissa. I wonder if it was I think Lauren. Like LOL, how does that three percent taste? <laughs> so somehow with the final tally at eighty nine percent to eleven percent, it actually is improved from where it started, which was ninety seven <laughs> to three. And that wasn't with one vote. Or five votes. No, there was like 30, 40 votes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I really thought my Halo Top Warriors were weekend voters. They were not. No, they definitely weren't. It did not balance it out. So uh, Halo Top bites the bullet. But that all sets the stage, Steve. As uh, as I question my allegiance, as Halo Top would not come to the rescue of, of me and my army. They would not. And I now consider jumping ship, going to the Ben and Jerry's army. All right, we're happy to have you. Consider happy uh, to have you heading into a big occasion for us, Steve, that uh, should be available online this weekend sometime. So yeah. stay tuned for that. Yeah, because we talked about it. And now this is a loose end. You and I and, and you and your bride, Annette, mm-hmm. got we're tying those shoelaces. We're tying those we loose are. ends. Yeah. What do we have this week that for the listeners this weekend and viewers mm-hmm. this upcoming weekend? Well, last week when we were recording, Annette was grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. So while this whole debate was going on, I sent her a text saying, can you pick up four <laughs> pints of ice cream? Yeah. Uh, various flavors, as long as there's a, uh, a Ben and... Well, I, I asked her to try and get the same flavors. Of all, of all brands. Yeah, so whether it's all like chocolate chip cookie dough or sure. something like that. Uh, but there has to be a Ben and Jerry's, there has to be a Halo Top, and yeah. then store brand and maybe uh briars or sure. Edie's or something um we have that it is in the freezer right now so we've got- it's in a bag that is tied shut so i can't even look in there i can't peek get i have zero inside info yeah um i don't know which which other brands i don't know what flavors we have so we're gonna have a uh blind taste test yep where we will not know what brand we are eating, mm-hmm. and then we will have to give honest, honest votes. Yeah, so I, I hope. Oh, I hope that you vote. For- <laughs> There's a good chance. <laughs> There's a very good chance. Now, my que- and one of my main points of contention in this has been that I think a Ben and Jerry compared to your run of the mill generic store brand or your your middle brand, your Edies or Briars is negligent. I don't think I'll be able to notice a difference. Okay. Now, but I admitted you- to you right before recording 
maybe I should try Halo Top again because maybe the last actually, time you actually probably a year ago. <laughs> oh, boy, well, I mean, you don't have to. I, like, well, I mean, the way that you were you were beating that drum, I thought that you were like driving to work every day with a, with a pint in my with hand, a pint just just <laughs> gnawing away. Well, listen, not all of us live on the top of the world, Steve, <laughs> where we've got the king's couch in our basement. Right, okay, yeah. So yeah. not all of us can afford the Halo Top, mm-hmm. the Ben and Jerry's of the world, uh, all that often. By the way, uh, Annette did say that the Ben and Jerry's was significant. Significantly cheaper. It was more than a dollar cheaper. Really? Because I feel like when they're yeah. both regular price, they're very they're similar. So I mean, we're disregarding sale prices or mm. whatever. Yeah, exactly. And that's also and that's the, not what this is about. It's yeah. about the taste, the taste only. Yeah. Everyone who talks about oh, it's better for you doesn't matter. It's yeah. not what we're talking about. If we do a contest about healthy ice creams, Halo Top may win. Right. So I think we each taste the four. Mm-hmm. Maybe probably different. I think different. So we'll have to have somebody know what they're giving us. So I'll be tasting the Ben yeah. and Jerry's. You'll be tasting the Edie's, whatever. Yeah. And we write down at the end, like my first one was my favorite, my set, whatever. And mm-hmm. then we find out. So I that'll think we be- have to we have to find the scorecards that they would use in like a food contest yeah They're like oh well, i give it a uh, six points for its flavor and okay three points for texture so we need categories then. we do we need categories boy this is getting iron <laughs> chefy that i don't know if i'm qualified to comment on these yeah yeah maybe we should just rank them by by taste Probably. Just like, hey, I like this one the best, and this one was the worst, and whatever. Number yeah. two and three were the same. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's coming your way. Stay tuned. That, that'll be video. And if you uh, don't want to watch the video or you want to find out, we'll have some audio of that next week as well. Yeah, I think what we'll probably do, we'll probably just post it on our YouTube and then tweet about it. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of ways to find it. Um, there's that going on. There is, uh, we need to send out a thanks both to Chris Pruitt who we haven't posted enough of his billboards. This is the guy who, when we say the word billboard, he has billboards in our inbox he's got, in minutes. He's got a template. Yeah, he somehow listens as we're recording. Yeah. It seems like we have them by the time we're done. And I promise you, Chris and everybody else, I'm going to do a better job of posting more of those because we haven't done very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week, I couldn't help but post the billboards made by our friend and somebody we need to talk to. He's actually either next on the list or second on the list for two minutes of awkward conversation, Steve. Mm-hmm. Carl Furrow. Now, Carl sent us these uh, updated billboards <laughs> regarding our show mantras from is it last week or two weeks ago, I want to say. Yeah. And they are absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I can't. I don't have. Apparently, my app closed. Well, we have uh, the one. It's a billboard. It says. The new leaders in podcasting. Yeah, yes. With a picture of us, uh, but a little asterisk after podcasting. Uh, then underneath the photo, ten speeds, nuts, words, and then very small print. The asterisk means within a four and a half block radius of Steve's house, which is what we said. That is the area that I feel comfortable saying mm-hmm. we are the most listened to podcast. <laughs> So Carl sent that one, and that was beautifully well done. Again, these are on our social media, at Steve and Kyle, and uh, Facebook.com slash Steve and Kyle. So be sure to see these if you haven't. The other one, though, will never fail <laughs> to make me laugh. It's a picture of you uh, from um, just after you had your surgery last year. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're wearing a Steve and Kyle messenger bag. Beautifully done. I wearing forget. it wearing it way too high, though. I mean, it's Well, like, because remember, we were trying to figure it out because my crutches. Right. So I didn't... That was 
by necessity. Don't think yep. I don't know how to wear a man bag. <laughs> so, so you're wearing your Stephen Kyle messenger bag. Yeah. You have uh, your crutches in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the billboard has the quote, hobbling and bobbling with a hitch in his giddy up. <laughs> Which is, again, the way you described my effort. Yeah. As I Derek jeetered a ground ball <laughs> at practice of softball. Derek jeetered. A week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. To the roars of the crowd mm. as I flipped the ball across the diamond for a fictional out <laughs> in slow pitch softball. You described me as hobbling and bobbling yeah. with a hitch in my giddy up. That's right. Yep. So those are always welcome. And again, we thought this billboard campaign keeps getting larger and larger <laughs> to the point where we couldn't afford one billboard. And here we are at easily a dozen. Yeah. But please keep those coming. Thank you to Carl. Thank you to Chris Pruitt. Those are uh, tremendous uh, efforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris has all the acronyms, the stupid acronymed ones that we joke about and talk about. Those are all uh, buried somewhere in his DM. So we'll have to start posting those slowly because they're well worth viewing and trying to remember. What the hell are they talking about? They have yeah. a 13-letter acronym. I think we need to crowdfund enough money to put up a billboard, but nowhere we're like not around us, not where we no live. no no. Absolutely. We just we throw a dart on a map, at a map, okay, and then we call up the outdoor media company there, yeah, and say one billboard, one week, please, and then here's your artwork. I think no matter where it is, we take the cheapest rate. Yeah, like we we're not getting picky. We don't need highway or freeway. Now, have you seen the the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri? I haven't, but are you familiar with? Yeah. Well, it said Ebbing, Missouri, with billboards that are like three hundred feet in front of this woman's house next to a farm ground level. That's what I want. Yeah. That we absolutely need to do that. We yeah. need to crowdfund this because we don't like to ask for money for us. We, I mean, most podcasts, when they're 90 episodes deep and still in the red, <laughs> would have started a Patreon or whatever yeah. to get money. Nah. No, not interested. We'd have to set up an account. Like you saw, I didn't even want to. Uh, yeah. I found the Twitter handle that we wanted. Yeah. And I just said, huh, yeah, there it is. But here's what we need. I think we set a stupid goal because it doesn't matter about the goal, I don't think. We just see how much we can get over like a 30-day period, Mm -hmm. and however much of that is, we start calling the city on the map that we will legitimately... I have a dartboard. Mm -hmm. We will legitimately throw a a dart at the map, pick a town, put up a billboard... Of our of our choosing. Now it will yeah. obviously include our, our faces. Mm-hmm. It will include one of our quotes or acronyms yeah. with no context. No. And then our Twitter and Facebook handles. Well, no, I think what we should do is put up um put up a website mm-hmm. so we can set up analytics so we can specifically track how many how many hits we get. And we'll never say the we'll never talk about the um the the what url it is until after the billboard comes down yeah so we can get honest and accurate tracking to see how many people actually went to that website but then don't we need to go there absolutely we'll be local celebrities so you're going to so here we're going to need to throw that dart like midwest unless we want <laughs> yeah, to drive for say, a day and a it's half it's got to be yeah either that or uh, line it up with like a vacation or right. something huh Oregon. I don't know if that's going to fly. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. It's at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah, right. So 
I think this is something we, this is a fantastic idea. This is one more endeavor the Stephen Kyle podcast will not dedicate itself <laughs> no to. No chance. But I think, I mean, it's easy enough to set up a crowdfunding site, right? But is there one that we can set up where if we don't hit our stupid goal, we can either change the goal so it will hit, or we can uh, keep the money. Keep the money. Yeah. And now again, boy, that sounds awful to say it that way. <laughs> well, if you're willing to donate ten bucks to a billboard, you're willing to just give us ten dollars. Yeah, and I don't care. If this thing goes to seventy five dollars. But if there's something that happens to where we cannot, like the money raised does not equate <laughs> the billboard cost at anywhere. Right. We'll we'll refund the money. I think. I wonder how much a, how much a billboard is. I don't know. Because you're essentially paying for the vinyl, the ink, the color, all that stuff. Yeah, but you, I think that the rate the rate is probably determined by the amount of cars that drive by. Like I think that they have all that data, so they know how many cars are driving down Route 206. Sure. Uh, in Sheboygan. Oh, that's not too bad. What do you got? What do you got? Throw so some I just typed in average billboard cost. Now, how much does billboard advertising cost? Printing an advertisement on vinyl for a bulletin billboard, 14 by 48 or almost 700 square feet of material, will cost between three and $500. Okay, so that's oh, just... Oh, hang on. That's, that's just the printing. Oh, never mind. Oh, do, so do we get that? Like if we're paying for it to be printed, that's ours. I think so. I want so that seven hundred square feet in this house. So yeah, we put up wallpaper in here. And this this whole basement, the Stephen Kyle podcast. Uh-huh. Um, there will also be cost to design to design the billboard. Budgeting five hundred to a thousand would be beneficial. No, we have our design. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't need some uh, artsy fartsy wannabe. When I tell him, here's a picture of me with a messenger bag, <laughs> yeah. thinking that he has some better idea. That's yeah. not what I want at all. I want him to take what we send him, blow it up, blow it up one million times, yeah. and I want it to be one of those where they blow it up and you lose all picture quality. <laughs> it's just pixel. It looks like <laughs> Minecraft. Yeah. Because it's all just blocks. <laughs> So obviously we're not looking for these, but in the home city of Boston, bulletins range from eleven thousand to twenty three thousand per month. Not doing that. <laughs> okay. Midwestern Milwaukee, three to four thousand per four weeks. So Whoa. but those markets are still massive. We can do that. We need I'd even be willing to donate some of my own money. Very generous of oh, me, I, think, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we look for it so very, what's a market? Very noble cause. You're in the uh you're in the radio industry, Steve. Like, what number market would Milwaukee be? Top um, 50, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, I would say, I think top 75 for sure. So we need, like, 10 times lower than that. <laughs> so we need, like, the 750th market. Oh, there's only, like, 300. On the radio? Yeah, there's only, like, 300 rated markets. I'm just saying this. This is totally spitballing, but it's on Google. What's your thoughts on switching this to a bus advertisement? (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. It's time to make this thing national, Steve. And I think by literally picking a small town in the middle of nowhere and putting it on the world's world's worst bill. I don't want lights because you have to pay for that. Well, it's like when when Budweiser does those weird Super Bowl ads that only run in like one town in the entire country. And it's got Will Ferrell or something doing something stupid. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. We're we're looking for that, that... 
like, hey, wait a minute. Did you see the billboard? What? What's that all about? Yeah. I don't know. And then fast forward two years, they're giving us the key to the city oh. as we ride in on a float. Yeah. And we're celebrating Steve and Kyle Day. Yeah. This is how this ends, right? With millions of downloads and a Steve and Kyle Day yeah. in like the world's 443rd if- market. If I don't have to take at least one day off from work to go to accept a key to the city, you think this, you're going to be working? This is a failure. <laughs> you think you're going to be working? There's no chance. <laughs> this thing's going to give us riches. Riches, I Be tell you. Beyond our wildest dreams. So I did find... No, this is happening. We're going to look into this. If the show wasn't so jam-packed, I would continue right. to look at this because plan on this crowdfunding website being posted... Yeah. Do not feel obligated to put no, a no, no. dime feel, into this. Feel obligated. But if in you, fact, tweet at us with the hashtag billboard money and uh, tell us how much you are willing to donate. Yeah. Now, if it's anything like when we tweeted about t-shirts, everyone will say that they're interested. And then when it comes time to pay up, zero people will pay, yeah. leaving us with an excess, uh, a surplus of t-shirts yeah. that we have to sell off one at a time over six months. And I think the offer will stand. I mean, if you donate any money to this stupid cause, you are uh, you're, you're automatically on the list for two minutes of awkward conversation. If that's mm. what you'd like, if you donate in the pod in your own podcast name, obviously we'll come on your podcast. We'll do that. I'm not going to make like a Kickstarter because I'm not giving any benefits. No, Those no, are no. it. No, donate yeah. money, uh, and maybe we'll talk to you on the phone and make fun of you for three minutes. <laughs> That's the that's like your best case scenario. But yeah, yeah this is going to be posted, so stay tuned for that link as Steve and Kyle try to go national, <laughs> maybe international. I don't know in where you're dart throwing. the slowest way possible. <laughs> I mean, in the age of social media yeah. and the internet, and we're the show getting a billboard, yeah, we're trying, getting to, a billboard, trying to drum up advertising. Getting a billboard in the year 2018, bypassing that hot new media like bench ads. <laughs> bus ads I mean we could sit in the comfort of our own homes and pay for a Google ad yeah that would no doubt be fortuitous in some like it would be fruitful right yeah but no what fun is that when we can put our faces in the middle of Mississippi like two miles from a hovercraft rental place (laughs) yeah I mean Targeted social media advertising? No way. Stick yeah. me up on the uh, the little sheet where you rip off the phone number yeah. on the, in the grocery store on your way out. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. So, let's see. We can get a junior small billboard. This is just a total general cost. Uh, it's ju- a junior? It's an small? eight-sheet poster? No. Okay. Sounds too small. That's it's got junior of- and small in the title. Range of three hundred to seven fifty per location for a four week period. Oh boy, we could we could really blanket a market with that. That's doable. Thirty sheet poster, which is a medium, that goes from seven fifty to two thousand per month. No, way too much. Well, I mean, it large billboard it, is fifteen hundred to thirty thousand per all, four week. It all depends on how generous you are mm-hmm. and how much money you want to give mm-hmm. to us. Every dollar matters. <laughs> now, this isn't a charity. I'm not helping kids. That's no. not what's happening here. No. I'm not helping the sick, the elderly, nope, those good. afflicted in third world countries. It's their fault. We're trying to. <laughs> well, it sure as hell ain't mine. I don't know if 
in a million years I've ever heard somebody sound so much like Ebenezer Scrooge <laughs> in, in the Christmas Carol than right there. It's their fault. <laughs> not, not mine. Why should I give a damn? <laughs> All right. Oh, so stay tuned for that campaign. My goodness. Um, should we? Should what should we jump into? Should we? Should we talk about the softball game? Oh yeah, that we that we had last week. The oh, end, kickoff to the twenty eighteen season. Real quick, I wanted to ask you: Did you notice anything when you pulled up? Oh my goodness, I did, Steve. Yeah. Uh, you heard it during the intro. Right. I said last week when I pulled up <laughs> on the side of the driveway was what I called. A shining beacon of failure. <laughs> yeah. And that is no more. It has been replaced by the shining beacon of old news. That's right. The old Subaru is parked out in the driveway now. Yeah. Because so, I'm driving the Jeep. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, four weeks. Just one month ahead of my deadline. Yeah. For... Uh, Big boy vroom vroom up the sand hill. Yep. As we've talked about, you're celebrating your birthday, your 37th birthday. Yep. At the sand hills. Yep. That's actually, no, I'm not. I'm going big boy vroom vroom. You're bringing a net. She's going to be sitting shotgun, hair whipping in the wind while you do hot laps in the dirt. (laughs) It's weird that that was the deadline because I never had any plans to go there for my birthday. Never. You're um, like you're like a kid who wants to go to the go kart place for his birthday, <laughs> yeah. but with you, it's just a big dirt hill. <laughs> like, so, I feel like we could drop you off at a construction site where they dug out the basement of a house and just say, "Here you go, man." And just have you climb up mud hills. So last week, after our softball game or before our softball game, I had to drive out, drop the drop the jeep off, so officer so and so could check it out. We were nervous, by the way. Oh, yeah. You should have been. I was oh, almost... Oh, I, I didn't was, hear this. Well, no, no nothing really oh, happened. okay. It just ended up being further than we thought. Right. And then we stopped for dinner on the way back. Okay. And we're sitting there eating, and I'm like, I'm like mid-bite of my uh, my Baja wrap. And I was like, oh, geez. Game starts in 15 minutes. We got to get out of here. Yeah. Drove over to the uh, the, the park. I was getting. I got changed in the parking lot. Oh, did you? So it was that. Okay. Yeah. And then ran up just as we were taking the field. Um, got a text on the way there from the officer saying everything's good. You are good to go. That fast. That fast. That's so, an hour. Yeah. Yeah. About an hour. Man, you could have stuck around. Well, it would have been. You wouldn't have made. The yeah, start I wouldn't. Of the game. I wouldn't have made it right. back. Um, well, I mean, I could have, but I, I wouldn't have been able to get dinner, and that was priority at the point. <laughs> The priority should have been the team you no, no, to. No, 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 no. There's like, what, 12 games. You'd be all right without me for one of them. But you well. eat a Baja wrap. <laughs> oh, in hindsight, you would have been fine without me. Right. Yeah, I don't think you were going to be the difference uh, either way. No, no. Although I did go three for five. Oh, just a little teaser. We'll right talk there. about it. We'll spoil it. We'll talk about it. That is, <laughs> that not is in accurate. The, that is not accurate. in the baseball scorekeeping Rules. Oh, do you have the scorecard for last game? Oh, oh, it no, seems as though there's no. That's how we'll play. I mean, I mean, I'm not lying because I, 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 if I was lying, I'd say I went five for five, mm-hmm. uh, hitting for the cycle, and then an extra yeah, a double to boot, <laughs> an extra double thrown yeah, in there. Yeah, but no, I'm being honest. Three for five. I reached base on three. Okay, <laughs> now that, now that, okay, there we go. Now we'll come back to that. So. You 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 race up to the field. Yeah, 
And at this point, you just want the game to be over so you can go get your hot rod. That's right. So the game ended, and we were out of there fast. Hit the road. Drove out there. I picked the thing up, drove it back. And at this point, the the officer Mm -hmm. left me a bunch of paperwork. said, take this to the Secretary of State. You're good to go. Great. So my plan for Thursday after work, I had all the paperwork with me in the car. I'm going to go right to the Secretary of State, get this taken care of. I'll be cruising by lunchtime. Yeah. Well, you know how things work with me, Kyle, and it was not without incident. So at this point, you have the softball game, 7-15 first pitch. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, we're out of there in 45. That's mm-hmm. probably best case, yeah. most likely an hour. Yeah. Which you had told me even on the podcast and after last last week, you said, yeah, I'll just go get it after work. No big deal. Yep, which I did. Uh, actually, no, no, no. So we, so we picked it up after the game. I wanted to have it that night. You drove. That has to have been 55 minutes there, an hour? Yeah, about that. 45, 45 to 50. What is it with you? I mean, you used to... Now, you're a guy, you put your phone on the silent at 6.15 at night because <laughs> you don't want to be bothered, right? Yeah. And now, in the last three weeks, on a Monday night, after recording, you've driven... An hour and a half to get a Jeep part. Needed that axle. There and back. Yeah. And now on a Wednesday night at 8.15, mm-hmm. you drive an hour out to get your Jeep and whatever, 30, 35 minutes back. Yeah. So we got it all. Everything was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, next day, I went to the Secretary of State after work. Walk in there, and it's the busiest I've ever seen it. So before- you, go to, you go to the one like by our house, and yeah. you go to the one by your work? No, by us. Okay. So before I left work, I did the thing where you check in online. Oh, they have get, that now. Yeah, you get your spot in line. And I'm like, this is great. <sighs> yeah. Because when I, it sends you a return text saying, I was 26th in line. And it said that I had uh, like 24 minutes until I, approximately 24 minutes until I was up. 26th in line? 26th. And they told you 24 minutes? Yeah. Boy, that feels now knowing in everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knowing their DMV or in our case, a secretary of state. That's aggressive. Very. So I go straight there. Now, the thing is, even when you check in online, when you first get in there, you still have to go to window number one sure. to say, hey, this is what I'm doing. They give you the form or they write down a little note so you can hand it to the, the teller that calls you. So as I'm standing in line for the first window, mm-hmm. they call my number. So what but, happens? Do you go to the back? No, so I have to still wait. I'm standing there. I'm like, uh, I'm right, I'm right oh, here, but I hadn't no. gotten to the front of the first line yet. <sighs> so I get to the front of the first line five minutes later. The woman says, okay, here you go. Gives me all these forms. And then uh, she said, okay, did were you already signed in? And I said, yeah, but they already called my number. So she said, no problem. I'll put you back. Uh, I'll put you back in line. Like bottom, top okay, of the list. all right. So I didn't ask. So I'm I'm sitting there, and there's a big TV monitor that has where it has your rank. Yeah, because it's like one through thirty on the first screen. Yeah, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, no, no, I don't see my number up there. I don't think she put me back in line. Oh no! So instead of getting up and walking six feet to the to back to the window, you waited out because I'm afraid. <laughs> I instead uh, pulled out my phone and I had a text from the the last time that they had sent me the automated text saying like, do you want to get back in line? So I replied to the text, yes. 
And then sure enough, there I am, number 30 in line. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. So the, now this is, you've had a bad habit of this. Now, this is not the Steve I know. I know Jersey Steve, <laughs> tough guy Steve, tell it like it is Steve, no. and give me a stromboli <laughs> on the side. <laughs> but now this is the second time where you allowed the sheriff's department to mm-hmm. walk all over you for about a week without without yeah. returning your phone calls. Yeah. And now instead of going and asking, hey, could you, uh, did you ever put me back on the list? You waited 30 people. Yeah. I, I waited there easily 45 minutes, which just goes to prove you that <laughs> the whole 26th in line and it would be 24 minutes, no chance. Right. Well, I mean, it was because they called you, right? Uh, yeah. So 26 in line did take 24 <laughs> minutes, but 56 in line <laughs> yeah. took takes a, about takes an hour. a little longer. <laughs> yeah. So I finally get to the front of the line. They finally call my number. I walk up, and I am, I am beaming at this point, yeah. smiling ear to ear, thinking, just minutes from now, the old Jeepster's going to be legal. Yeah, you're going to walk outside. You're going to kick your roof off. Rip off the freedom panels, mm-hmm. throw those suckers in the back, mm-hmm. head to the lake, right? That's where you're headed. Go yep. do some off-roading. Do some jet skiing. <laughs> so the I hand all the I hand the woman all my paperwork. I told yeah. her, yeah, I'm trying to register a salvage vehicle. Here's all my inspection paperwork. She said, okay, do you have your receipts from this, this, and this? Yep, here you go. Handed her all the receipts. And then we sat there for about... Six, seven minutes. She's just staring at a computer screen. Not even click, click. Yeah, the occasional, uh, I don't know. It looked like she was playing Tetris. Maybe like checking Facebook, maybe playing Snake. Maybe, maybe. Um, Every now and then kind of gets like the furrowed brow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, something's going wrong. Here we go. Not surprising. Not surprising at all. She said uh, the vehicle I bought was from Oklahoma. She said, yeah, I have to confirm with the state of Oklahoma that this vehicle that this is the most recent title. Oh. I said, "Okay." She said, "Man, I, it's weird. I've never had an issue with this before, which is oh, which is how things are always preceded with me. I've never had this issue before, but it's weird I'm having it with this. I can't get the system to confirm it." I'm like, "Okay, so what do we do?" Well, I'm going to have to call Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah, just the state. Like, hey, Mr. Oklahoma. It's got Michigan. A got a, <laughs> did you sell Steve a Jeep? Got a Jeep up here. Um, so I said, okay, what? Well, uh, can you do it? And she said, yeah, I mean, I, I, I put in a, I put in a request. I said, okay, how long does that take for them to hear back or for them to get back to you? Well, it could be a few hours, could be a few days, could be a few weeks. Oh, my God. I was like, weeks? No. No. I refuse to agree. Yeah. I refuse to, to accept that in this information technological age we're in, that anything takes a few weeks. It doesn't. That's It does it, not. That's idiotic. So I was, uh, I was dismissed. I was sent home. So this is mid-afternoon Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So she said to me... <laughs> I can't believe well, it. After give me, all give me your number and I'll call you when it's uh when it's in. Sure, just like that lady's gonna put you at the top of the list. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no problem. And she said, But 
good news is when you come back, you don't have to wait in this line. You get to go to the return line. Hey. Great. Yeah. So I left there kind of upset, but hey, what can I do? Nothing I can do. Went to work on Friday. But she did say, oh, if you're in the area, it might be okay to stop in and just check. Oh, yeah. Wait, but you just said you'd call me. No. Why do I have to stop in? That makes me think you're going to forget to call me. No, man. You're just going to zip around. You're thinking, you know what? Enough cruising the boulevard. Mm-hmm. Let me go whip into this government office. Yeah. See what they got for, for me. For some quick uh, quick info. Yeah. Uh, well, who's the dummy that did that? Oh, my God, <laughs> This Steve. guy. You can't get out of your own I way. I love so, it. I pulled up to the Secretary of State. I didn't even get out of my car because the line on Friday was out the door. <laughs> I was like, nope, not happening. Drove home and uh, fell asleep. Took a nap. At 2 o'clock, I was awoken by a phone call. <gasps> Oklahoma? <laughs> is that you? <laughs> now, the woman at the Secretary of State said, "This is it, my, when I call you, it's going to come from a blocked number. Yeah. So I wake up. Blocked number is calling me. I'm like, oh. This is it. So I did that thing where you try to act like you're not asleep yeah, when you yeah. answer the phone. So, hello? He- he- hello? Hello. This is Steve not sleeping. <laughs> it's the middle of the day. Why would any grown adult be? T- <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm under my blankie right now with my teddy bear. <laughs> uh, so she said, hey, I got the, it's, uh, it's so-and-so from the Secretary of State. Everything's good. Come on in. Hey. I was like, sweet. I was so excited. That yeah. I immediately fell back to sleep. Oh. So I woke up. I was on this couch right here behind me. Yeah, the king's couch. The king's couch. I woke up at 4.15 to Annette standing in the doorway going, Steve. 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 That's, that's Oklahoma. <laughs> she, she just looks at me. She's like, what are you doing? Taking a nap? Yeah. And I'm like, what time is it? 4.15. Oh, God. I got to go. Hey, Oklahoma. So, yeah, I'm just yelling nonsense at her. Return line. Oklahoma salvage. So I jumped in my car, drove over there. Luckily, it's only a five-minute drive or ten-minute yep. drive. And the line somehow was longer. Oh, it was like on. It was out the door and down the sidewalk. Yeah. So I was like, oh, she said I didn't have to wait in the line. Darn right you did. So I did the old, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. Holding my little pass that says return. Yeah. Holding it up like to prove, hey, I'm not skipping the line. I'm going to the return line. And even if I was, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. Not yeah. going to do a thing. What are you, Johnny, four o'clock? You want to <laughs> yeah. get here at four o'clock? It's your own fault. Yeah. I mean, I was taking a nap, but that's beside <laughs> the point. So I walked in, and I felt like everyone in there was looking at me. <laughs> and I walked up to the return line. There was one guy standing under the return line sign. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, you in the return line? He goes, yeah. Is there anyone else in the return line? He said, no. I guess I'm in the return line then. Yeah. So I stood there. Within 10 minutes, I was walking out the door with all the paperwork. Bam, bam. Stamped, signed, sealed, delivered. Paid my uh, little fee to get everything done. And I'm driving now. Look at that. I am cruising. So you're all you're all set up. The Jeep works. The seat belts are there. Yeah. The murder's been scrubbed yeah. of the of the dash? Yeah. Only one minor issue so far. Oh, yeah, everything's, no. Everything's good, though. Okay, lay it on me before I ask you the other questions. What is your <laughs> quote-unquote 
minor issue that you've encountered in uh-huh. the minor, minor? this would be the minor fourth day that you've been driving it around legally mm-hmm. minor issue <laughs> what is it um i left work today and it's a beautiful sunny day here and you kick the door off again or kick the roof off i took the freedom panels out yep yep also known as doors which require no no freedom That's... panels are the roof oh so you took the roof off took the yeah took the panels of the roof off yep and you have to, there's like a big, a big twisty knob that you have to take out yeah, to yeah. loosen it. I dropped one of them as I was loading the freedom panels into the back of the Jeep. No worries, right? No worries. It's made of plastic. No, it doesn't break. Uh, no, it doesn't break. Yeah. Unless you forget about it and then drive over it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, something that uh, used to be shaped like the letter T is now (laughs) shaped kind of like a W. I mean, some extra bends in it. There's a track record of driving through things that that (laughs) are there that you shouldn't be driving through, Steve. (laughs) This one might take the cake after months of work where you're you're sitting there no doubt like no don't rest it on the jeep i don't want to scratch the new paint yet you run over a roof panel i don't know not the whole panel oh okay just the just the little the just the the big knob that okay. holds, holds the panel in as i'm driving down the road so you so you mow that down like grave oh, yeah. digger at the monster jam yeah yeah it's ruined <laughs> oh my god so now so you have no roof on it won't go back on right now I can put it back on. Yeah. You just have to hold it. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I've read that there are people that are like, nah, you don't need them. Yeah. Why do they come with them? So you're like, you're one of the people who like goes to the store to buy a TV and a Ford Fiesta. And now you've got your arm around the top of it, hoping it doesn't slip off on yeah. the express <laughs> or, or like a mattress. Yeah. Just waving in the wind. Right. You're hoping to not yeah. catch a breeze so it doesn't fly yeah. off. So yeah. now you're probably you're gonna fix it, right? You're gonna buy a new part. Yeah, is that like in the mail from a guy on a Facebook group? <laughs> no, I think this will be one that I um I'll probably I'll probably go new. Okay, get one. They're about a uh, eighteen dollars or so. So yeah, uh, yeah. So but, not expensive. But the last time we needed something not expensive, it took us six months to order a headphone splitter. <laughs> so I'm hopeful by August you have this thing in hand. Yeah. <laughs> so Jesus. I um yeah. So now there, without there's, gi- without there's, giving there's the tail of oh my, I can't believe that you mow it down. You probably shook yeah. your head. Maybe thought about throwing a can of gas in there and just lighting the whole oh, thing God. on fire. It, like, oh, that's hey. a nice buzz. Oh. We- do away with that um now without giving away any numbers steve because that's not the important part here when you pitch this idea to annette of getting of consolidating your cars yeah. from from your three to a adding a four no it was three to a oh, different three right. and eventually a two to two you no doubt had a fiscal uh, plan in mind of a uh, number to buy the Jeep, a number to renovate the you know, Jeep. I don't and really a number feel to- like numbers are, the- <laughs> are important here. What's important? What's important is the um, you- it's the experience. And the- 
you no doubt Steve had a and the, budget in mind. And the things the <laughs> now, things learned. I now, mean, I don't doubt that the memories that you <laughs> and Bob and Annette will share forever. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what have I told you? <laughs> that a dollar amount can't dictate the feeling you get from a job well done. <laughs> what if I told you that in fact it could? <laughs> well, let me repeat. <laughs> what if I told you that a simple task that most people can accomplish in a day took me three months? <laughs> what if I told you that just moments after completing a task... I swiftly drove over it in a parking lot. <laughs> the Stephen Kyle Podcast proudly presents Steve's Jeep. Done? Oh my god, if that ever if there's ever anything in this world that fit the tune of a Stephen Kyle related project, it is getting done. It's the 30 for 30 piano music. Yeah, that absolutely ties it all together. Okay, so you're not comfortable talking numbers because, again, this wasn't a numbers thing. This was a personal experience thing, Steve, and I'll respect that. Uh, It's safe to say the budget was blown up by a couple percent. So that project is done, which no doubt means, Steve, that uh, APS 4.0. Yeah. I'm in your way. I noticed upstairs it looks like you've got the... uh, your nose back to the grindstone this past week. I noticed about, I would say, 90%, 95% of your trim's done. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. The Jeep's done. Jeep's done. That only leaves APS 4.0, which in about three months, we don't have to worry about uh, paint. We're going to wrap it in the, billboard <laughs> in the billboard vinyl that we have purchased. Yes, coming May 2019. God, every time this gets May 2019. Bumped. Every time that's a yeah, it's a 13 months away. Yeah, it's a good chance this thing won't <laughs> exist by then. <laughs> the podcast. Yeah, right. I mean, you don't know what happens well, in 13 I mean, months. It does hinge upon this billboard campaign that we have we've been it planning. It really does. And we've put we've logged hours of planning into this thing. Hours. Well, we talked yeah. about it last week, Steve. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't want to jump into this without a proper transition. Do you maybe have something for me before we dig into the big return of the podcast softball team? Oh, of course. Yeah, this is uh, now deemed to be the new transitional music for any time we talk about sports. Yeah. They're talking sports, going at it as hard as they can. <laughs> so softball returned <laughs> last week. I will never get sick of that, no, by the way. either. Uh, softball returned last week. We gave it a bit of a preview. We're not going to delve into it as much as we have in the past, but there were a few points that we need to touch on, Steve. Okay. And those, uh, I mean, I don't think there's any reason to avoid it. What happened was a total demolishment last week. Yeah. We destroyed this team. I still don't know how. It was a uh, final score, I believe, 29 to 9. Yeah. Um, yeah, we scored a bunch in the first inning. They came back at one. I think the closest it was was 10-7 at one point. Yeah, 10-7 or 9-6, something like that. And then we went on a run. I think with two outs, we ended up scoring like a dozen runs or yeah. so. Batted around probably 
I think I batted two or three times in one inning. Yeah. Now, important to remember, this was all done without our best player and our youngest player. We lost my brother, Robert, and Joe. Wait, which one? Who's who on that list? I told you, our best player and our youngest player. I mean, there's no... Right, yeah, that's true. No way to mix those two up. We lost Mm -hmm. Robert. We did lose... Uh, the one affectionately known as the wounded giraffe <laughs> and Robert, Joe Robert, and Joe and Joe. Uh, Robert has uh, moved on to greener pastures. Yeah. We, we put him down in the off season. Anyone who sees somebody that run like, runs like that <laughs> knows that they're just moments away from uh, putting a blanket, holding up a sheet in front of them and <laughs> So like my dream of a horse race going that way, that's what we did to my brother Yeah, this offseason. No, my brother is a, is a very part-time sub as he moves on to actually being a father to my nephews and to his own children, mm-hmm. uh, making it difficult for him to participate this yep. year, and Joe. So <laughs> honestly, we gave our predictions last week. I don't even know if I still have them written down. I was predicting uh, like five and five. I think I said six and four. Yeah. So, but yeah, we win 29 to nine in uh, route. But a few things, like I mentioned, that we need to talk about outside of Steve jogging in uh, <laughs> as the ball's being put in Moments. play. Moments before the game starts. First things first. And that is what was the first event to happen that we need to talk about? Well, I think it's important to to talk about the key storyline of the night and the season. Yeah, I mean Steve. the the one thing that all the fans were talking about, yeah, chance uh, was the return, the welcome back chance, yeah, for uh, for for Kyle, the old skipper, one one year exactly, yeah. to the day, probably. I bet if we were to go back, we could find out uh, exactly what time our game was last April. Oh, there's no question. Twenty whatever, yeah. Um, but almost exactly one year to the moment mm-hmm. that that your body said a big F you to you Betrayed as ligaments me. were popping, giving you a, a rough year, a, a, as we we said, yeah. a, a hobbling and bobbling and a hitching your giddy up. Yeah. So uh, I started off by catching. And was greeted by... Now, there's a lot of different people who do the umpiring at these games. Most of them are, are older men. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy was no exception. Seemed very nice, talkative. I'm catching. I'm, I'm chatting with him. And he says something that apparently really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Because he says, Boy, people up here not swinging. It's slow-pitch softball. You should swing at everything. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And apparently... I took that to heart <laughs> because my first at bat, my first return. Now, admittedly, were you just, were you just swinging the whole time? <laughs> the bat just didn't stop. My warm up was a windmill <laughs> with a bat going around my head. So my first at bat up there and admittedly butterflies. I'm nervous. Yeah. Just that I'm going to swing and my hips going to pop. Yeah. Well, we're all standing on the bench, uh, basically holding hands. Yeah. And praying. There's a prayer circle for my future well-being going on in the dugout. Yeah. Uh, I think your wife was there. She had to have been nervous for you. I'm sure she was. She wouldn't let on. Yeah. She didn't want me to feel more uncomfortable than I probably she already didn't, was. Like, she didn't yell out like, don't break your other leg, dear. At least the right one's okay. Try to keep it. 
right? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, come on. She just didn't want to go get the car. <laughs> you know, that's a long way for me to have yeah. to hobble back there. Yeah, that is a that is a long hobble. So I, uh, I take I step up to the plate and I take the world's biggest rip <laughs> at air. This ball and I talk to people after it. This ball must have landed three feet in front of and to the right of home plate. (laughs) So safe to say I'm in my own head and the umpire is in my head. Yeah. Because what idiot doesn't swing? Now, I talked about it even last year leading in. I love taking a walk Mm -hmm. because it drives the opposing team crazy and it gets me on first. I I don't have to do the work. I love taking a walk, too. I love it. I love it. We'll get to to my walk a little bit later. (laughs) So... I'm nervous now. I'm down on two strikes, mm-hmm. and I think, "Oh God, I need to swing again because if I mean, what idiot is going to strike out?" Right. So I take a rip on the second pitch. It was a good pitch. Pop right into left field, Steve. Look at that. A nice hard single. One of those singles that I don't have to run down the first baseline. So I jog and I start taking my gloves off because mm-hmm. that's, that's right. The, I've seen it in games before, yeah. so that's what you do. Right. You didn't bat flip, did you? Oh, God, no. Are you kidding me? I'm surprised I didn't carry it down the line with me. <laughs> like toss it to the equipment manager yeah. and say, put this one in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, right. Yeah, this one needs to be on a mantle somewhere with remember the day Kyle came back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I lace a single, ended up uh, uh, scoring, I think, on that. Mm-hmm. But... That was nothing in comparison to my second at bat, <laughs> where apparently, you know, I got a little, uh, a little in my own head there. Well, you're batting a thousand. I'm batting a thousand on the season. What could go wrong? So I get up there. This ball probably landed 18 inches to the right and in front of home plate. Yet I took again the world's <laughs> second biggest swing at it. So now I think, you know what? This umpire is not going to get in my head. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have to swing at this nonsense. Mm-hmm. If it sucks, it sucks. It's good. It's good. Guy throws the next pitch, and I see it. It comes out of his hand. It looks like it's a moon. <laughs> like, it's just high. It's yeah. so high. I leave that bat on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I start taking a half a step out of the box. And I hear that ball thump the dead center of the rubber strike mat as I am called out on two pitches. Yeah. Called out looking. On a strike out looking, leaving the bases loaded. That ended the inning, right? Ended the inning. Bases loaded. I strike out looking in one of the most embarrassing ways possible. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Important to note, all the while this is um this is happening. These are these the thoughts from my loved ones and our fans, Steve, are going through my brain. I had a mm-hmm. tweet from our teammate, friend Jake. He played uh yep. he played some third Wait, Jake base. was Jake was tweeting during the game. No, this was in the morning. <laughs> okay. Hey K Pav, this is here's to another season. Hope you don't break your femur by stubbing your toe on a slightly oversized pebble or breaking your collarbone on a blade of grass or getting a concussion by taking a sip of water. Let's do this thing. <laughs> Team Remax. Well done, Jake. Well done. And obviously that just that got the juices pumping mm-hmm. for a little while later. Friend of the show, Jeremy Humphrey at KPAF. Happy anniversary <laughs> with... What can only be a an image out of a 
science like a, textbook. Yeah, like a medical journal. <laughs> of what looks like a removed Achilles tendon. Okay. Thank you very much. That one for Jake. Or for, uh, from Jeremy and Jake. Both of those. None of those, though, Steve, trumped. And uh, well in advance, I need to say to my mother, there's no need to feel bad about this. Uh, I it was oh, all we? it was all very good intent. Wait, did your mom tweet at you? No, God, no, think it would be a world colliding that I couldn't <laughs> accept. Wednesday. Hi, have fun at your game tonight. Dad and I are very leery about why you are doing this. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mom. But your choice. <laughs> oh, no. Please, please be careful. <laughs> I... I meet that uh, those words of encouragement with silence for five minutes. Just remember, if you get hurt, your work may not keep you. Please rethink this. So they're all about you pulling the plug. Yes. I think Katie wanted me to. And it's not just them. And again, I think it's funny. That doesn't bother me. But I think most would sugarcoated a little bit more. Nope. Right to it. Yeah, with parents, it's like, why? Why would yeah, they? Right to it. Uh, I don't think Katie wanted me to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get it. Listen, I'm 31. Mm-hmm. There's no need for me to play. And but there you, I, I mean, am. I admit it. You got a little something to prove. I wanted to come back. Absolutely. Yeah. Because like we talked about last week, the last two times I played, I've ruptured my Achilles and had my nose broken. Look, you cannot keep a horse in the stable and then expect that when you open the gates, it's not going to run. Yeah. But by horse rule, if I get hurt again in another freak accident, they have oh, to yeah, shoot me. Yeah, you will be shot. They have to kill on me. On the field. There's no doubt about it. There's no, And I accept that. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. Uh, so there was that. Uh, I'm not the only one, though, Steve. I, I, do, do you have anything to recap from your time at the plate? I had a big... Big day. Big week. Yeah. Big week at the plate. Uh, big week in the field. Had upwards of two plays where the ball came to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, error-free for the 2018 season. Look at that. Yeah. Fielding percentage of 1,000. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, like a nominee. I'm in the discussion, at least, for the Golden Glove. Uh, gold Glove, absolutely. Is that boxing? That's boxing. No, Gold no. Glove is baseball defensive awards. Oh, okay. What's Golden Gloves? Those are like amateur boxing, yeah. Okay, so not that... I'll go gold Yet. glove. Okay. Um, yeah, I was uh, three for five yeah. at the plate, hmm. batting 600 on the year. Boy, it's advancing runners left and right. Just one second. Scoring uh, multiple times. What, what, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just running some quick numbers. <laughs> okay. What'd you, you said that was three for five. Three time, three hits. Three, of, three for five. Three for five. Yeah, batting 600. My, uh, this is surprising, but my calculations have you coming up just shy of 600 by about 200. Oh, why is that? I feel like you're calling hits the times you make contact with the ball (laughs) that just move a runner to the next base. Well, I mean... Okay, we just need to see the scorecard then. <laughs> I mean, you do have if that's the case, you do have the trump card for all time 
because uh, we did not keep uh, an accurate score, Steve. So interesting. <laughs> Very convenient. All of, right. Uh, well, Steve's three for five. Look, it's not on. It's not on me to prove it. It's on you to prove that I didn't. Oh, boy, that is so true. <laughs> it's hard to argue. So, Steve, three for five. A tremendous day. Mm-hmm. Advanced a truckload of runners. That's right. Runners just advancing and advancing on hits. Hits. Yeah. Hits. Myself, two for four, including that glorious strikeout looking. And what uh, the last hit I had traveled probably the furthest a ball can travel (laughs) without being a home run. It traveled off of my bat Mm -hmm. to three feet in front of that (laughs) in the dirt. But you know what? This old mule legged it out. Now, we need to talk about what can only be described as some of the most aggressive base running I've ever I've ever witnessed. I don't even know if it's aggressive as much as what came off as the cockiest base running of all time, right? Now, you were, I believe, on second base. Second base. Don't remember who was at the plate. Two outs. Somebody hit, a, somebody hit a fly ball into left field. Yeah. Now, it's important to note that uh, for the left fielder, any fly ball coming towards them, they are looking straight into the sun. That's the that's the way that the field Terrible is oriented. Location. The time that we were playing, it was the it was like the the perfect storm of difficult for a left fielder. Yeah, left fielder, left center, both they're not having a good day. Yeah, so it's a high fly ball, uh, two outs. You're running on anything, so you mm-hmm. start trotting towards third. Yep, and. You casually round third, and you are basically at this point walking. Oh, I, not basically. Thinking I am walking, thinking that the ball had been caught. Yeah, the inning's over. You're taking gloves off. Yeah, I'm. I'm like biting the fingers because they're on a little too tight. So I'm at this point. I'm thinking in my head, uh, who's in the field next? Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm. I'm walking, and then you probably hear run. <laughs> I look up, there's two people standing at home plate, and they're going, they're waving me. I go, what? Huh? I look ar- I look behind me, and I see Brandon standing on third base, and I see, I want to say it was either Jake or Rusty coaching third, like, looking at me in bewilderment. <laughs> what are you doing? So I round, I'm coming up from second to third. And I look up at the third base coach, the rustier Jake. I apologize for not remembering. And they say, um, you're good. Now, what do you think when you hear that? I See, that's a that's a terrible thing to say because that could mean so many things. Right, and I'm not blaming anybody for saying no, this because that, I think this is my idiocy. That could mean uh, you're good. There's not going to be a play. Just take it easy. Yeah. It could be, ah, they caught it. You're good. Stop running. Right. I That's the way I interpreted it, because if it if he had said, you're good, meaning don't worry about getting to the base, don't worry about anything else. Right. Because if it's, you're up home, uh, or get down, or you're out, whatever. I interpreted it as, innings over. <laughs> so I round third, and again, Just in the cockiest move ever, I'm taking my gloves off, taking one step every three seconds towards home. Hobbling and bobbling. I still don't know what could have happened in the outfield. They lost it in the sun, and it dropped. But it dropped, like, right next to them. Yeah, it was a half an hour. (laughs) 
before and I still got home. I still scored a run. Yeah. So I apologized because I didn't understand. But oh my God, the worst feeling ever mm-hmm. seeing a guy runner on your on your shoes and I did not let him score because of oh. my own You're good must mean the inning's over. Why? I, I wish I wish you would have pulled a Steve and gotten caught in a rundown, which I seem to make like my part time job last yeah, year. Absolutely. I mean, I don't again, that's probably on me. I maybe we could put on the poll this week. I don't know. Is that on me? Is it on? I, is I it on? So. Is it on oh, the third base boy. coach? I don't know. That's that's. I think it's a little column A, a little column B. Because I'm willing to accept this blame, Steve. I'm not above that. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It's very very noble of you. Three for five. Three for five, <laughs> leading the team yeah. with a 600 average. Yeah. Advancing runners like there's. No tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So just wait. We'll be back on the diamond this Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Safe to say uh, home runs will be fewer and far between, further between. Mm-hmm. Uh, they moved us to a 300-foot field, which is 15 or 20 feet further than last year. Yeah. Uh, one of our teammates still did do it. I think if, if it keeps oh, up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did have somebody hit a home run. If it keeps up at this rate, we have to move up a division. Otherwise, we are, again, that team that we feared no, late th- last year. We won by 20 runs in the fourth, and it would have Yeah, but it was the going. first game. Everybody's rusty. I mean, they were really rusty. Yeah, we'll see. This week is, is a kind of a real test to we got see our, where we got we our stand. ace on the mound back. Yep, we got the ace on the mound. We're losing uh, the dead weight, our, our rover, mm-hmm. the sponsor. He's gone, thank goodness, this week. Where's he going to be? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. Um, now, did we want to jump into... Our other rivalry this week, or did we want to move elsewhere, Steve? Oh, boy. I don't think we have enough time. There's a lot to digest. You know something? That. I think we have to, but let's cut uh, the Fast Five. Fast Five. Okay. That's so. fair. I think that's smart this week. Um, this has been simmering, safe to say, for a while now, right? Yeah. Now, what we're talking about is Steve Sidegig's refusal to acknowledge the existence of this podcast. Yeah. Only referring to it... Um, in sideways manner, yeah. Um, they they there's a gag order for From some somewhere. reason. Yeah, they cannot discuss us, and that's okay. We forged ahead. Yeah, we formed our nice little Stephen Kyle listener cult. Yep. Um, we don't need them. No, we don't, we don't need them at all. We've tried. Now listen, we've had uh, Josh from Maine, mm-hmm. who dressed up in Stephen Kyle apparel, put Stephen <laughs> Kyle on his blindfold when he played trivia with the show. Mm-hmm. We have had people wear our shirts to their live shows in the morning and at night and had that be responded to by pictures being taken with their backs turned. Yep. So they're not with the with the shirts. It's funny how it this is permeated mm-hmm. uh, ooh, ooh, that's a loud one. <laughs> it's permeated the, the listenership where when we were at our night show a couple weeks ago, people were there there were people coming up and getting pictures with us mm-hmm. and they'd come up, Hey guys, love the show. And I was I was all the way on the end, and then after they would get our picture, they'd walk by and say, "Hey, man, love the podcast." Oh, this has got to stop. This has got to be in the open. You got to say it loud and proud. Yeah, and and I want it the other way. You walk up, oh my gosh, Steve, love the podcast. Yeah, guys, yeah, show's okay, decent show. Yeah, nice nice work. Yeah, 
Like, congrats, I guess. Whatever you need to do. That's what we need. Because a few people do that, and it's going to be more noticed. Mm-hmm. So these, they've been, uh, we've been shut out of the night shows and the and the live shows from being referenced. Well, that I had to, I had to force Stevie Tortellini <sighs> into the night show. Right. Uh, I was bound and determined to make a reference to him. That worked, and it worked. It did. Um, I there there's been avenues, and this is even permeated to individual show members. There was the call to action probably two or three months ago, where we had our followers uh, harass free beer on Twitter with hashtag hard pass hashtag spaghetti pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that didn't even elicit a response from me no no in the public so, forum. Now maybe privately to you, maybe privately to the show, it was referenced, but not even a response from him. And there were. It wasn't like there was one or two tweets. Yeah. There were was a, a dozen tweets yeah. that should have made his scra- him scratch his head. So a couple weeks ago, we were driving to Kokomo, Indiana, as I talked about on this on this podcast, and uh, Freebeer sitting in the back seat, flipping through his phone. He's plugged into the, the, the radio, so he's just going through podcasts. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I hear... I was like, oh, boy. Those, Uh-oh. Those dulcet tones where, of K-Mac. Where is this going? And at first, I thought it was just going to be, just going to be a joke. Yeah. And then no, we we played it the whole podcast, or at least part of a good amount of the podcast. Yeah. And at one point, I looked over Hot Wings, who was in the passenger seat, asleep. Free Beer, who was in the seat behind me, asleep. Justin, who was in the other side, yeah. uh, had his headphones in, obviously not listening, <laughs> refusing to, to listen. Yeah. So. I took pictures of all of them individually. I tweeted the picture a couple days later. Yep. And um, so last week on the radio show, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but something came up and uh, about like being bored or falling asleep or something. Yeah. And Hot Wings, of all people, decided to, to launch a nuke right in my direction. And I have the clip here. It's about two and a half minutes long. Here's how it sounded when when that was that was going down. You should have asked him to put on the Steve and Kyle podcast. That that, that, that everybody that worked, out. That worked for us during Kokomo. <laughs> Boy, that worked like a charm. Did that hurt it? your feelings, Steve? What's that? Because I thought about that later. Did that hurt your feelings? A little bit. It did. You you put it on, and yeah. I put my headphones. I didn't in. put it on. I put it on. Yeah, you put it on. I and actually, then, I actually listened to it for quite a long time, yeah. and I liked it. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. though, I just conked out. I mean, yeah. I do that to lots of things. At I that like. point. Because we think, had been talking all the way down. I don't think, com- By the way, uh, I don't want to. I'm not going to cut this off like every every five seconds or so. Yeah. But how perfect of a review is that for this podcast? Fits right on iTunes. I I like it, but it put me to sleep. Yeah, I listened and I listened for a while. I liked it, but eventually I conked out. <laughs> Because we had been talking all the way down, and the conversation um, lulled. I would have fallen asleep if it was videos I had never seen of my children. I don't think... uh, I didn't... Those would have been a lot better. No, it didn't hurt my feelings as much as I felt pathetic, because then it was just me driving you guys around listening to me. And laughing you at your own jokes. Kind of stuck. Oh, yeah. I never even thought you're about that. Sh- you're in a chauffeur mode. <laughs> and yeah. I have turned it on, so it's on my phone. Yeah, you turned it on, fell asleep. How Wings fell asleep. <laughs> Justin opted out after one minute and put in his headphones. <laughs> his was offensive. 
Hollings and I fell asleep like humans do. Yeah, 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 well, yeah like a baby riding in a car. It's not offensive. That's... I've already heard that episode two or three times, and it was like, well, mm-hmm. I don't want to repeat it again. Yeah. That's just stupid. Sure. So it's like, how many times can you hear about? You listen to all the episodes two or three times? <laughs> Whatever they were talking about. Yeah. Uh, do you listen to most of the episodes? No. How many times? <laughs> I'm like, you really want to stick with that? No. I'm going to ask you about what was on last week's I like, episode. Yeah. I like how you were trying to nod your head yes, but your mouth said no, and it made your head <laughs> nod diagonally. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure where to go. Yeah, yeah. Steve was talking about couches and moving stuff downstairs and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, the little flip rooney uh-huh. There was some Jeep talk. The flip um, Oh, yeah. There was, there was beard oils and... Um, if fives. it's any consolation, yeah, you're listening to every episode of. I remember show. falling asleep yes. when Kyle was talking. Oh, duh. Yeah, there's a there it is. There's That's a little me. yeah. There's a little more monotony. He loves yeah. to hear himself in the headphones, doesn't he? <laughs> it does make me feel better. <laughs> oh, it's clearly like, that. I didn't even know I was tired when you were talking. And then <laughs> Kyle's like, "Hey, go to sleep," and I'm like, "I will." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I heard. I remember you guys talking about doing some home improvement and stuff, and then all of a sudden Kyle's voice got into my brain, and I heard him go, breathe deep. <laughs> yeah, I don't, and then I don't, I don't, know, that I don't know what happened. And the next thing and I, I know, woke up I see and, a picture on Twitter of my mouth open. Yeah, <laughs> you were talking, and we were pulling into a Hampton Inn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for driving, Steve. Yeah, we yeah, appreciate no it. And thanks for the nap. No problem at all. It's like watching paint dry. <laughs> So there it is. Finally, after roughly two years, just shy of two years, uh, we finally get a three-minute commercial on a big syndicated radio show, and that's how it sounded. What'd you think of it? Hashtag hard pass. (laughs) Hashtag spaghetti pants. (laughs) And apparently, we just need to... Expand the campaign to other <laughs> offending members of this side gig. Such as? Well, I mean, list them. I mean, there, there's... <laughs> Just all of them. Yeah, I mean, there's there's three other ones that were there. Uh, I, I would argue they're all included. Uh, listen, I appreciate it. If they think it hasn't crossed my mind that I'm the one causing these reviews of go to sleep, <laughs> then they would be wildly incorrect. <laughs> If there's one thing I can say for this podcast, Steve, that it has done, it has successfully removed the remaining bits of self-esteem <laughs> I had about speaking into a microphone. And for yeah. that, you know what? No, I'm not thankful. Who am I kidding? <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that's awful, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, huh. yeah, to recap, uh, yeah, it did. It, it, was, uh, it, it wasn't great when I... Because that's how it started out with Justin saying, did that hurt your feelings? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um, I don't know. I feel like if Freebeer had put on one of his football broadcasts and said, oh, you can listen to me. Yeah. Hear all of, hear all of my clips. There was here's, here's 45 yard touchdown. Here's, my, here's, here's my, my excitement. Here's my best of calls. <laughs> I mean, I, I, watch, didn't, I didn't compile Watch that they played this on the national broadcast. <laughs> Have I told you about where the press box is there? And I just uh, put on my headphones and said, snooze <laughs> literally said that right because that's that's yeah. more active than what yeah. happened but Maybe, it's still the same gesture like actually held up a sign next to my head that had z z z z z z you're now in a comic book you have a thought bubble yeah. of just dot 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 z z z yeah yeah if maybe 
Uh, Jerry Seinfeld was riding in the car with mm. us, and I cued him every time. I just wanted him to say, "Yeah, no thanks." That's probably about. Yeah, that's about that's about how it felt. Yeah, I mean, uh, we made it. Congrats, right? Congrats, congratulations. What, what are we congratulating? We, we made it under the. Oh yeah, yeah, we did it. So the campaign continues as far so as I'm concerned. There it is. Now, when is your next live show, Steve? At the side gig. Uh, ooh. my goodness, that was like that was direct though. That that may be uh, if in case you haven't heard, that may be Hershey's Kisses <laughs> cookies and cream related. Yeah. We'll have to take a picture of the graveyard we have made. And this is only like half of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, because I crumbled it up, so yeah. a lot of them are uh, are are very small. Yeah. Uh, but the campaign continues, Steve. So when is your next live event? It is May eighteenth, I believe, in Portland, Maine. So that gives two and one half weeks to get together the Portland, Maine listener, the listening audience. If you have a Stephen Kyle shirt, mm-hmm. please wear it. Uh, Nikki, if you're going, I would suggest maybe wearing the Lee Harvey Oswald shirt at your own peril. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, that uh, is that is to your own liking, but please. And if you have merch, Bring it there. Maybe I'll. Oh, that's what we need to do. I'm saying we're we're giving you some of the remaining stickers I, and buttons. I think that we need to get one of our because Maine, Portland, Maine is a Stephen Kyle podcast stronghold. It absolutely um, is. I think we need to ship a box of merch out there. Yeah, hire someone out there for no dollars and no cents. Sure. It's a volunteering gig. Yeah, to set up a table inside of the venue mm-hmm. to sell Stephen Kyle merch. It, that that should happen. We've mm-hmm. already talked about doing that at the at the uh, local event next year. Yeah, because it just makes sense. People are there for a different a uh, uh, breath of fresh air, Steve. Mm-hmm. And these gas bags who have been doing this for twenty years, done. Okay, how about these guys that have been doing it for one and a half years, almost two, once a week? We're just shy of two years. This market is ripe for the taking in the podcast industry, Steve. That's right. We already own these four and a half block radius. Mm-hmm. Merch tables at the live events. So Portland, Maine, you're up. Now, like you mentioned, that's a, that's a stronghold. We had a bunch of listeners come down, uh, visit us in Boston mm-hmm. when we were there last summer. Yep. That means the uh, participation at this live event should be just as high, if not more. Yeah. I want somebody, when we walk up there at five in the morning... I want people to be holding a banner yeah. that says, welcome, Steve, of the Steve and Kyle podcast, <sighs> and then in small letters, and free beer, hot wings, Justin. Please do that. Yeah. but And then, like, misspell it. Yeah, do that annoying thing where people make free beer one word and hot wings one word. <laughs> for, for whatever reason, right? Why do they do that? I don't know. That's, a, that's maddening. Just... If Grammar. you do that, know that you're stupid <laughs> because <laughs> that is not one word. Right. So neither of them are one word. Posters, mm-hmm. shirts. I might send you out there if you have room in, in your bag. Like I have extra buttons and stickers. If you didn't get any the last time, or if you want a few more, or if you want to slap it on one of the show members back when you get your picture taken at yeah. the end of the show, I'll recommend it. I'll, I'll I'll bring those over. I'll send those with you. Maybe um, get a bunch of your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody paint letters on their chest get in the first row yeah. so at one point i can kind of cue everybody and yeah. then like clockwork everyone takes their shirts off and it says 
We are big fans of the Steve and Kyle podcast. Yes. I mean, it's you're going to have to have a lot of people. Boy, you're going to have to pay some people because we know our. We called it a stronghold. That's an aggressive word. So you're going to need to pay some folks. Yeah, <laughs> but make it happen, Portland. Uh, very excited to see the turnout. Always love that on the side gig live events when our Twitter starts getting active during mm-hmm. that morning, yeah. and I see pictures of our shirts and our merch out there. That's always exciting to see. Here's what we'll do, because since I. I can change the password mm-hmm. for the uh, for the free beer and hot wings social media accounts. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Lock everybody out of them, oh. and those accounts will just go dark for a few days. Huh? A- accidents? Yeah, happen. I mean, Tech- oh yeah, we got to, the the cookies weren't enabled. Right. Weird. Uh, the uh, the cache didn't get cleared mm. fully, and it caused TCP/IP settings. Yeah, you know, corrupted disk. Uh, hashtag delete Facebook. Mm. Mm. <laughs> sure. I mean, this is all part of it. So yeah, I mean, if that happened to happen, that'd be uh, that'd be a bummer. Yeah. So we'll just have to we'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, it's always it's always mm-hmm. fun to see the shirts uh, out out in the crowd when we're doing a live show. Yeah, that'd be a be a shame if that happened. I think we might have time actually. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. We can, we got one more thing I want to talk about, but that works next week. All right. Best five, six, two, two. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. I think I'm up, right? Yeah. All right. First on the Fast Five, Mike Francesa. Boy, welcome back to the airwaves. Uh, all of <laughs> thousands of people care. He has been gone upwards of four months. Big retirement. Long Big, retirement. Yeah. They're talking sports, going at it as hard as they can. Hey, he is going to be talking sports. By the time you're listening to this, Mike Francesa will be back in the airwaves. And again, that is for the thousands of people across the country who care. Next, Avengers Infinity War. What an event. A spectacle, Steve. It's the only proper way to put it. Next, North and South Korea. Boy, who needs Trump for the summit, right? Maybe they get the job. And again, what we'll talk about on the way back, absolutely no reason to say that maybe Trump isn't a reason for this happening. Okay. Uh, White House Correspondents Dinner. Shouldn't be an outrage now. Wasn't an outrage then. It's the same thing it's always been. And finally, Westworld. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's back. It's that land like just west of Montana, right? <laughs> so you're not a fan? Oh, the oh the the, the HBO program. <laughs> uh, no, I am not. You thought that I was just talking about like <laughs> the world to the west of the Mississippi? It's totally different. I'm not familiar with it. The Midwest. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, I I did I do remember seeing that it came back last week. That's a show, man. No interest though. Now, too much for me. Like uh, that, a, that's a show that, you know, and we talk about it. Walk like Passerby TV. That is the opposite of Passerby TV. Yeah. It's very in depth, and you need to focus. Same thing as Game of Thrones. Um, I, I mean, I have the. I'm not going to be. Oh, I'm too busy. No, I could obviously make the time for that, but it just has not happened, and I, yeah. it doesn't particularly intrigue me. It's um, it's difficult to watch. Is Season it? Season two started oh, just to follow. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to follow. I'm, well, I mean, it's an, it's one of the HBO shows, so it's um. It's been off for over a year. Sure. So I've forgotten everything. I remember how it ended, but yeah, it's one of those shows. Like you said, you just have to pay attention to every detail. Mm -hmm. There are like alternate timelines and and jumps back and forth, but you don't realize that there are alternate timelines until you're like eight episodes in and then you're like, well, what the F? And then it's very difficult. So we tried to start watching the first season again. Oh, 
and it's ugh, it's just not That's happening. Tough. I want to watch it though because I really like it. Yeah, and, and, so. and just like HBO, I mean, I know it's well done. I know it's impeccably produced, um, but it's the same problem with Game of Thrones that I uh, people with that are a little bit more fervent. But they're in the middle of a two-year hiatus. Yeah, their last season ended whenever it was last July. They don't come back onto the end until next April. It's insane. All right, White House Correspondents' Dinner. Who was the uh, comedian? Michelle uh, Wolf, Michelle uh, Wolf. Uh, up and coming, but very popular. Has a new Netflix series debuting this month. Had an HBO special. By all accounts, appears to be very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, did what people will do at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. You take digs at the journalists, at the pl- politicians, at the White House. At the administration, yeah. It's happened forever. And it happened to Barack Obama. It happened to George W. Bush. It happened to Clinton. This is not the worst of it, uh, but reading a lot of the press today, you would think it is. Yeah. Um, There's, of course, our, our fair president, not in attendance. Yeah. Second year in a row. Dealing with very important stuff, no doubt. It's weird to watch because there's one joke in particular one joke this year that has caught the ire of the internet and some journalists and it is a joke that said it's something along the lines of sarah huckabee sanders who is the press secretary who if you haven't seen her you just need to look up a picture of her uh takes the ashes from the tears of the dreams or something that she's consumed to make the perfect smoky eye that was the joke Mm mm-hmm and that has been construed into making fun of her looks, which is what the same fire that Jim Carrey stepped into a month ago when he did his drawing of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. And that has caught the eye of uh, conservative outlets as well as uh, some left outlets. Uh, Mika Brzezinski, who was herself a target of an attack by Donald Trump about facial lift surgery mm-hmm. and bleeding everywhere, has said that it was an outrage and was over the line. This thing's been going on for years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's not offensive. People saying it's offensive are the uh, are the same people who were walking around a year and a half ago wearing shirt that says "f the f their feelings." Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's such a weird double yeah, standard. It, I know it's so strange about how you're you're all about making fun of uh, oh uh, the. Like crying liberals need their safe spaces. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's offensive. Oh, why everything's so offensive to liberals? Yeah, and now it's like, like you know what the White House Correspondents Dinner is, right? Like yeah. you know that it's just going to be people making fun of the people in the current administration, yep. right? And that's how it always goes. But now you're going to be ma- it's fascinating to that, watch. Do you think that like hearing this explanation of it? or any explanation of it like this will make somebody say, oh boy, yeah, you're right. That is kind of weird. I know, double standard, uh, guilty. I would love to hear, no. I, I would love to hear there's no somebody way. admit to that. It's more divisive than it's ever been, and there's no sign of it even mm-hmm. simmering. And this is just another example of it. Now, I don't know who this is good or bad for. I mean, it's in the press. Who knows? I'm sure. I don't think you're looking at a Kathy, Kathy Griffin situation where Michelle Wolf gets yeah. uh, cast out of Hollywood and comedy. Nah, she's no not, she's not well known enough, too. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's just another. I mean, a lot of people seem to think this is just another dangle the keys and off to the side uh, maneuver where it's a hey, avoid what's actually going on. Look mm-hmm. at this hot topic. So frustrating. Before that, we had North and South Korea. This is like. This is historic stuff that's yeah. taken place in the last week. Big news. Uh, Kim Jong-un, leader of North Korea, met with uh, the... 
I forget what his name is. He's President Moon. President Moon from South Korea. Yeah. This is the first time that a uh, the leader of North Korea has entered South Korea in like 70 years or yeah. something. Yeah, since I want to say before the conflict, right? Yeah, so they met and have agreed to formally end yeah. the, the war between them and uh, agreed to denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Nuts. That's insane. Yeah. Like there's video of of Kim Jong-un walking to meet Moon and he like they do the thing where he ceremoniously like steps into South Korea because there's the the demilitarized zone. And I forget what the town is in the demilitarized zone. But like that was that was crazy to watch. Yeah, this is a huge deal. Um, I I mean, at this point, obviously, it's closer than ever to being um, a neutral peaceful zone mm-hmm. i mean like you said since before the conflict began uh this is after un announced a week and a half ago that they were going to abandon the nuclear uh program yeah you have to think this is ec- economy related i'm sure because they're essentially cut off from the outside world yeah i'm sure food is a struggle necessities are a struggle there right now yeah people uh, aren't living large in north no Korea. no and so i think this is a necessary thing that has to happen now this is the same thing that has happened in iraq before where let's see if weapons inspectors are allowed down the road and Mm -hmm. you know this is a years-long program to see what happens yeah this isn't going to be fixed by the end of the summer and it very well might end in another thing like iraq happened we'll see it's it's a long ways away but this is obviously a very positive step all right avengers infinity war unbelievable what an event went and saw it uh, opening night, Steve, with our friend, the local and town. And finally, Mike Hang on, I did. That's um. <laughs> oh, he, sorry, um, sorry. Uh, Thanos, the villain, the cosmic villain, finally interacting cosmic with the villain. Earth's Avengers, the mightiest heroes Earth has to offer. But not only them, Steve, the Guardians of the Galaxy making their very first appearance, <sighs> mingling with Thor in outer space oh, and coming Thor to and Earth to finally and help. And finally, Mike Francesa. I'm talking sports, going at it as hard as they can. Yeah, man, he's back. <laughs> Long retirement. <laughs> I know that. It, what a what a most weird people way to don't go. know about this guy. But Mike Francesa, for those of you who don't know, we've talked about him before here on the podcast on the side gig. He was a staple in New York City sports radio for three decades. Yeah, originally part of Mike and the Mad Dog Show, which was, uh, I mean, a trend. Like they they wrote the book on sports talk radio. Um, they split up ten years ago. For 10 years, Francesa did it on his own and had a basically a year and a half long send off leading up to his retirement at December? the end of December. Yeah. In December. He was he was done. He had done everything he needed to do. Well, he left. And uh, it was no secret that he wasn't happy with the company that he was leaving, with the station he was leaving. Yeah. Um, so every all the rumors started swirling. Well, where's Francesca going to end up next? Where's he going to? What's he going to do? Is he going to do a podcast? Is he going to be on the the ESPN station across town? Well, mm-hmm. last week I think on Friday it was announced Francesca got a gig, and it's right back on the Sirius, station. Right? Sirius XM, maybe uh, a no, podcast. No, it's uh, right back on the station <laughs> in the same time slot that he was on four months ago. That's unbelievable to me. Yeah. That's, I don't get how that happens or why he left to begin with. Did he just want a vacation? It seemed like he, um, I mean, if you look at it, it seems like he was anxious to get out of there. 
yeah. left, didn't get any offers or didn't get any uh, didn't get anything that he felt was a good enough offer. Right. It's like I wonder if he walked in with the the world's dumbest tactic, which is like asking for double of what you want salary wise and they were like well no get out of here obviously yeah, it's radio we can't afford double what you're asking it's yeah. stupid why would we do why would we do that yeah so maybe he had like two offers one of them just bolted the room because you asked he asked for some stupid yeah. stuff but i don't he obviously knows he what he wanted which i'm sure is in the millions you think he's millions yeah he was uh he was supposedly making like Two million a year or something. Oh, like now that. the report is that he did take a sizable pay cut to come back, but it but his sounds... shift his shift is also short because he used to be on from like it was like one to six thirty. He was on the air. He did a five and a half hour yeah sports talk show, which is by himself too. Stupid. That's difficult. It's bad radio, by the way. But now he's on. He's going to be on three to six thirty, so significantly shorter show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, it's the contentious sports, the sports pope. He is back on New York City Radio, I believe, tomorrow. They're talking sports, going at it as hard as they can. He is going to be doing that. Isn't it nasty between there, there? Like him and the, the people who took the time slot, it's rumors of nasty texts being sent. Well, and Well, when he left, they um, they did a, I mean, a huge search for their next talent yeah. because it's like the Howard Stern effect. You don't want to be the guy that follows Stern. You want to be yeah. the guy that follows the guy that follows Stern. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, invested heavily. They had a three-person afternoon show. Former NFLer Bart Scott. Bart Scott. Maggie Gray. Yep. And Chris Carlin. Yes. And uh, so they've been doing the show. By by all accounts, has not been going well. It was for, for like the first time ever they were beaten by the Michael K. show, which is the Crosstown oh, no ESPN uh, afternoon show. Huh. So... Now, they say that they are going to keep that show. They're just going to shift them into a different time slot. Oh, this is the start of bad news. They're going to be on from like 1 to 3, and uh, Frances is going to be on 3 to 6.30. That'll be an awkward interaction, like Mm -hmm. at the end of their show and the beginning of his show, like, hey, hey. Yeah, leaving uh, the studio. Hey, have a good show today, Mike. Now, I'm assuming Francesa will be now doing his show from the Mike Francesa studio, which WFAN named after him when he retired not even four months ago. What a weird scenario, man. I Whatever. I mean, it's a this is a classic case of someone not being able to let go. Yeah. Uh, by all accounts, massive ego is uh, always has is what's what's keeping him. Uh, supposedly, he he got word that there were some people at WFAN who said something like he'll never work here again. And that's when he decided, no, I'm going to work there again. And he, he decided to come back. Yep. So Hmm. we'll see how that goes. The NFL draft. They're talking sports going at it as hard as they can. Hey man, Baker Mayfield. Number one overall to To Cleveland, to the Browns. Unexpected until the day of. Exciting. The Avengers Infinity War. That's a movie that you saw last week. Mm. That um, Your thoughts on that ending? Boy, I couldn't believe when uh, Thanos yeah, yeah. came from the stratosphere yeah. and uh, landed in a volcano. He did it's it. Like, yeah, I mean, it, uh, exactly as L. Ron Hubbard wrote it. <laughs> Zadons and the Thedos or whatever <laughs> support him uh tom brokaw oh disappointing that's a bummer right very disappointing yeah that uh i I mean again 
because you got to treat him the same as you've treated Matthew. all of the other Charlie Rose, yeah. Brian Williams, or yeah. uh, I'm sorry, uh, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Yeah, Brian Williams. Brian Williams has a whole separate thing. <laughs> He's like, come on, man. Is Brian Williams by default going to be back to like the top of the newscaster rankings? Because <laughs> what's worse, being a total liar and a fraud, or being somebody who sexually harasses uh, underlings at your workplace? Being a total liar and a fraud has that's, to be right. Yeah, that's that's better. Give him the nightly news. Yeah, you're not a pervert. Yeah, the latest, uh, not victim. He's not a victim at all. But the latest uh, accused of the hashtag mm-hmm. Me Too movement. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Not surprising. No, it's surprising that it took an appeal. Yeah, to get there is what yeah. is surprising. Um, yeah, not but not surprising ultimately. And finally, the Golden State Killer. Boy, what a crazy story. Unbelievable, was right? Was he on the run for 40 years or something? And on the run, he lived in the town he committed, yeah, and yeah, he committed on the a run, lot of the crimes. Yeah, in. hiding in plain sight. Now, but, 12 murders he's being attributed to him, 50-plus uh, rapes. Um, yeah. And it turns out, former police, Auburn, California police officer, accused Golden State killer, uh, Joseph D'Angelo, I want to mm-hmm. say his name is, uh, 74 years old. They yeah. found they arrested him in his home without incident last week after a, again, 40 year search for this guy. That's so crazy. Like, unbelievable. You got to figure if, if you're if you're doing these terrible crimes after you commit them, they're going to be big news. Mm-hmm. Oh, another person showed up, you know, found dead. Mm-hmm. But after it doesn't get solved for six weeks, a couple months. Years later, you got to be like, well, I got away with it. So, like, do you think that he ever let his guard down? Absolutely. I think so. At this point, he's in his 70s. And honestly, before uh, Patton Oswalt's late wife was writing a book on the Golden State Killer, it ended up being released, I want to say, a year ago after Mm -hmm. her passing. Patton Oswalt helped finish it along with a couple other authors. It had faded, just like, you know, the Zodiac Killer fades, but then they say, oh, it's still active, mm-hmm. still active. Yeah. And this was a similar situation. Uh, the police has have not admitted it, but it's pretty fair to say that reignited public interest and maybe police well, interest yeah. in this case. And they, the method they used to find this guy was insane, that they had DNA, they used a genealogy website. Yeah, like the 23andMe or... Yeah, or, um, narrowed it down to like three people, and he was the only one who would match the age, location, and all of this stuff. And sure enough, they got some of his used DNA from the trash after following him, and it lined up as a match to found at the crime scene. Unbelievable. Now, he hasn't made a plea yet, but wow. I mean, it, I don't know if that's... Do you feel good about this? Now, if you're a victim or a family member of a victim 40 years, do you feel good or is it better that it had faded from your memory? Kind no, of? no. I think you absolutely feel good about it. Granted, I've never, never been in that situation sure. and cannot even imagine what it's like to be in that situation where a loved one of yours is killed and there's just no resolution. But yeah, you. I mean, me, yes, I would be happy right. that there's finally some closure. Yeah, it's a crazy story. Um one again dates back decades for that bill cosby uh on on appeal well, not appeal mm-hmm. on a retrial so now the first trial for this case now this is a 2004 temple university of temple employee temple university yeah temple sorry temple university employee who uh brought these accusations against him and the first trial ended in a hung jury mm-hmm. yet the state decided we're going to go right back to a retrial now on retrial he was convicted of all counts which carry could carry up to 50 years, but most likely he will be sentenced to up to 10 years in prison, meaning more than likely Bill Cosby will die in jail. I bet that 
Because when is senten- sentencing? It's got to be soon. Not for... Yeah, I'm assuming a couple weeks. Yeah. I think he'll be dead before he sees... You think before so? Before he goes to yeah, one of those. Yeah, it'll be Paterno, you know? Yeah. He'll be dead before he before that uh, the, the, the bars close in front of him. What a crazy thing, and the fact that it was just this one woman because of the statute of limitations. That's the mm-hmm. only reason this was brought up. So yeah. Bill Cosby sent and had an outburst when he was sentenced, started yelling at, the, I believe, yeah. the foreman of the jury. Yeah, because somebody... Uh, the, I guess one of the lawyers involved was trying to get... Um, trying to get his bail or his bond. Or I don't know which mm-hmm. one is which. Uh, bond is, yeah, because bail is when you're already in jail. You oh, okay, bail yeah. out. Uh, but they were trying to get his bond set at like something ridiculous because they thought he was a flight risk yeah. and somebody said something like, oh, well, he can just get on his his plane and fly away and he said something like like i don't have an effing plane you a-hole yeah he <laughs> like, is imagine bill cosby saying that an 80 year old i mean at this point he's an 80 year old grumpy man who's mm-hmm. obviously a very very like dark side oh of he's this a guy. terrible person so absolutely terrible bill person. cosby going to it jail sucks. yeah it sucks like uh, that's a life wasted yeah because his legacy gone. Oh, it's hundred percent gone. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I paternal. Saw, I saw that yesterday. Like Temple University uh, took back their honorary. Which, by the way, <laughs> if it took the actual conviction to do yeah. that, get out of here. That yeah. what did you? What does he lose? Privileges to eat at the Commons. <laughs> yeah. he oh, can't no. go get a Quizno or a yeah. Sheets over at Temple. Now, I'm not going to be happy unless they actually knocked on his door and said, "Give it back." Yeah, yeah. Where is <laughs> it? Went into his trophy room. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there, there we yep. go. And here's take your that. frame back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, take Bill Cosby, the, yeah, go, take that back to Michaels. Go, going to jail for that. Tom Brokaw accused of sexual harassment by two women. Right? Is that what it is? I, I only heard the one. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was two women, two former employees of. Uh, that was NB, NBC. Yeah, yep. Tom Brokaw, NBC Nightly News. Only fair to say he adamantly denies any wrongdoing or any situation yeah. of wrongdoing. Yeah. Um, I kind of believe him. It's weird. And I know that sounds bad, right? Yeah. Because you're supposed to, that the whole part of this movie is you're supposed to believe. I know. But it's it, but it, when it comes from such a, now, if it was Brian Williams, so, yeah, so man, right? that guy's guilty. Yeah, you can't yeah. trust a word he says, but I think just because it's, it's Tom Brokaw and I, look, no disrespect at all to any of the accusers. It's yeah, just, yeah. when it, for, when you first hear about it, your first reaction is no, not Tom yeah. Brokaw. Come right. on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, I mean, so. what happens? He's not working anyway. Right. I mean, he, yeah. he retired years ago. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what yeah. comes of this. I don't That's, know. It's I mean, disappointing. I hope that, it, you know, if it's found out that, that he did do it, hopefully he pays sure. the price for it just like anybody else that's been accused of something uh, and, and has been found guilty, like, you know, like Cosby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just... That was that one, yeah. That was one. I was like, oh man, come on. Uh, Before that, Avengers: Infinity War. Now, this Mm -hmm. is is something you're not interested in. I know you went and saw the Black Panther. I saw Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think that at this point, I I see all of the movies that have come out under this whole, uh, you know, under the whole banner of the the superhero movies. Yeah, I'm overwhelmed by it. Sure. Um, If there were maybe two or three of them every time i see the previews for them i'm like oh this is gonna be the one i'm gonna go see it now get back and i just don't okay and then one month later three more of them come out right and a lot of people say there is an overload i mean for me i look forward to these i love them i Mm -hmm. um and this thing was the pinnacle 
of the 10 years that they've been building to. Absolutely I, unbelievable. I think what I need you to do, because you are the authority on mm -hmm. the comic book movies, the superhero movies, mm -hmm. you need to write a list okay. of must-sees for me, the order sure. that I have to see them, the ones I can skip. Oh, yeah. There's or some... just put them all in the order that I need to see them, but maybe have like a little key, like, oh, that's an optional drop one, like if you don't have an extra couple hours. I could do that. So I believe there's 18 or 19 total. Oh. Now, that. <laughs> no, but that includes <laughs> this one that came out last weekend. Does that include the Batman with Michael Keaton? That's uh, not dating back that far. <laughs> but if you think about it, there's 18 or 19 total. Okay. You can rule out Black Panther because you've already seen it. Well, yeah, but I'd want to see it in the in the timeline. <sighs> Who cares? In the context. Timeline now. Great. Done. Because, I, because if there's 18 of them, mm -hmm. so Black Panther is what? 17th on that list. Correct. 17 or 18. Yeah, yeah. So I would have to go back and watch all 16 before that. Yeah. And at that point, I may as well just slip Black Panther in there. What's a number I could get you to? Number, movie number wise, where you'd be comfortable to be like, yeah, I could do that. Now, again, there's not like there's a deadline of, hey, you have to think, watch it by next week. I think if we could do like, if you could get it to like eight or nine, yeah. I could knock it out in a weekend. Okay. And, and that would be all I do that weekend. I think I can comfortably do that too. I mean, you think about it. There's three Iron Mans. There's, uh, yeah, there's three oh, fours. I've seen like two of them. Yeah, see, done. But I need to, no, I need to watch them all again. Yeah, but I can, not all. I need I to take cut, notes. I can I'm going to live those. tweet the whole thing. Oh, you should. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. Steve, uh, hashtag Steve watches Marvel. Marvel. Yep, hashtag Steve I would have Steve said DC. Them. Yeah, I'll get, by next week, I'll give you eight or nine that you need to see um, that are included, that, that are part of this run that'll get you caught up. Okay. Done deal. Uh, and first off, Steve. The NFL draft. No. They're talking sports, going at it as hard as they can. Yeah. Um, you were tuned in? My uh, favorite last... my favorite part of the NFL draft yeah. was when David Akers <laughs> yelled at Dallas. Took the podium because last year, who was it? Um, uh, it was a former Cowboy. Last year, the, the draft was, was in, in Philly. Philly. Yeah. And there was a bitter, bitter rivalry, yeah. rivalry between uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Drew Pearson, yep. maybe? Former Cowboy, yeah. Former Cowboy Drew Pearson uh, stood up there and taunted Eagles fans mercilessly before announcing the, the Cowboys pick. Second round, yeah. Beautiful moment. Always love that. Yeah, uh, then it's it, great. Even as a even as somebody who would identify as an Eagles fan, it's great because he's up there, how about them Cowboys? Yeah, and yeah. he's showing his Super Bowl ring. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just a, a series of boos. You can't hear anything else. So, boo. so great to see. Now, uh, first round of the draft, Thursday night, Steve. Now, safe to say your draft board was busted. You get to mm. pick two. You got Saquon Barkley, the running back out of Penn State, probably the most athletically gifted running back <laughs> prospect come out in years. Probably can. since Adrian Peterson. And Cleveland passes on him at the one. Goes to the New York football giant, Steve, mm -hmm. at number two. And then Cleveland. What do they do, Steve? They Cleveland Brown it at number four. They take a cornerback. You don't need to take a cornerback at number four. They pass on the edge rusher and the stud guard, Quentin Nelson, and Bradley Oh, sorry. That must don't be. even get me going on the Patriots. No, <laughs> you okay? Buffalo trades over. All right. Well, uh, Stephen Cobb podcast coming to a close. <laughs> uh, we're, we're past our time limit. Unfortunately, we're uh, about three minutes past where we wanted to finish. 
Sorry about that. What's, what's that? You, okay. In the meantime, you can download, subscribe, and review the show in iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher. Also on YouTube, StephenKyle.Libson, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. On Twitter, at StephenKyle, Facebook.com slash StephenKyle. Keep an eye out. We'll have a, a poll going up at some point this week. Uh, yeah. Is our, is our beef with Steve's side gig justified? Because oh. maybe we're out of line here, Steve. Maybe. Maybe. Right? Maybe we're maybe. the ones making this something bigger, even though we know we're not. They're being children. So we always appreciate your participation in that. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.